Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and pervy kobolds. This is Fandible.com, live role-playing podcast, here for another Geeky Topics Roundtable discussion. Very artsy, fingernail clap. Um, so I am here with uh, the usual um, uh, cabal of Calamity, that is uh, Billy, Angela, Daniel, and Jesus. Uh, we just uh, wrapped up playing a wonderful game run by uh, young Mr. William. Uh, and we are sitting down to talk about the pressing, uh, topics of today, question mark? Um, or of, of, of some indeterminate temporal cycle. Uh, so, but first off, how's everybody doing tonight? Good. Good. I'm all right. Yeah? Doing all right? Yeah? yeah? All right. You all right? You okay? were still a mistake, but otherwise they're okay. The brownies are <laughs> Yeah, everyone's... Meanwhile, my Oreos were an excellent decision. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we did a little bit of a... We, we usually do a little shopping right before we sit down to a GTRT and get some snacks that our souls demand and our bodies re- reject. Mm. And regret. Yeah. Yeah, and regret. The two yeah. R's of, yeah. Reject and regret. That's the name of my memoir. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, so yeah, anyways, we're here on a, a, a lovely, um, I guess it's still spring night? What yeah, is technically. It? Technically still spring. for another month. Okay, oh. great. Yeah. Um, Sure, I have no idea what to wear outside of the house now. Um, I refuse to put away any of my my winter stuff. Am I the only one? No, no. I don't Nobody. think I have anything that's not winter stuff. This <laughs> <laughs> is the guy in the Hawaiian. Yeah. That's there's a heavy wool Hawaiian yeah, shirt. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Um, all right, so let's get right into it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we're going to start with a listener question. As a reminder, uh, people can ask us questions, um, and we will. Uh, get to them in whatever way that we can. You can, uh, tweet, uh, what's the method? Uh, of? well, it's for people that back our Patreon at any level and send us a message on Patreon, email us at fandible at gmail.com or send us a tweet at fandible. Thank you, Angela. Thank you, adult of the group. <laughs> um, so we're going to start with one pervy kobold's question, his or her, it's pressing desire to know. What is the worst thing that a game system, and I'm assuming they mean tabletop game system, uh, can do to alienate players rules-wise? Now, now this uh, Pervy Kobold was very specific in their question. This is rules-wise, not necessarily narrative or, or setting or anything like that. But I feel like we've played a bunch of different systems that things kind of uh, jam pretty well with us, and then all of a sudden... Uh, We'll hit a snag in the mechanics that will you'll hear the screech of the tires as we as we you know break to a halt. Um, and I guess for for my own part, because uh, as listeners know, I love fucking complaining about something. Um, I absolutely I, there's never been a system where I do not feel 100 percent like it's on my side. Um, excuse me, and I feel like for me something that the that a game can do to alienate uh, alienate me as a player. Is to um, it. It seems. Oh God, absolutely. To not fulfill promises mechanically that are made through the narrative. Now this is going to be dating myself, and so Grandpa First World of Darkness is going to start talking. <laughs> but uh, but but um, there's a, a where White Wolf did this a bunch. I did this a bunch. They might still do it. Uh, it might be part of their editing process. I don't know. Um, but there are some like you know 
there was a wear changer uh, breed in the first world of darkness books uh, called the Korax. And their narrative, their, 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 the promise was exceptional. The mechanics were a travesty. They were mechanically on paper. They were, uh, like Billy, I know you like to play like weakened characters. Well, have I got, <laughs> have I got a changing breed for you? They start with hollow bones, man. <laughs> like they, they break, you know, like, uh, Samuel L. Jackson's character in Unbreakable. Uh-huh. That's kind of what they do. And that's supposed to be the draw. <laughs> like, yeah, you can turn into big birds and stuff, kind of, but everything about the characters mechanically are so, uh, nerfed is, as it were, that, um, you, you simply can, cannot live up to the, the, the promise. I feel like they were really bad at that. And another thing that a game system can do, um, for not fulfilling the promise is, um, is gloss over rules sets because for whatever reason you guys know i love i love shadowrun but it's pretty rules heavy but part of that is to fulfill the promise of all of your capabilities so the street samurai and the hacker and the face you all have these systems that you can look to and that is how to fulfill the promise and there are other systems that are you know like i love kung fu characters like there are some games where like yeah you can play a kung fu master and it's like one role everyone else gets this wealth of stuff that they can do you've just got the one role and they never fulfill the promise. So, so that's so that's me. Is is just on on paper when when I read something about a game and I'm so into it, and then uh, the and then the reality is simply that um, uh, that that I can't, you know, that that is not possible. Kind of like the first time I got shot in your Unhallowed Metropolis, Zeus. <laughs> it's like, wait, what? There's no way to take this. Like, oh no, you just fucking die. Like, oh well, yeah, that's fair. Okay, yeah. What what about you guys? What really kind of like sticks in your craw about uh, uh, about uh, system wise about what games can or can't do? Uh, for me personally, it's any system where usually during character creation where the system forces a personality type on your character. Mm. Yes, and there, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's there's been a system. Uh, off the top of my head, I can't think of them, but I've known a few systems where basically uh, you get all these awesome stats, but you always have to be extra mean towards these certain types of people because you you yep. are born racist. The street yep. <laughs> uh, the street samurai is yeah. an idea. The idea that if you have so much cybernetics in you, you become less and oh, less right, of a person, yeah. and you, that that bugs well, that's me. just Shadowrun Fifth Edition in, in general, isn't mm-hmm. it? That the mm-hmm. more the more tech that's happened, mm-hmm. the less personality yeah, you which have. I think yeah. they yeah. also took from Cyberpunk 2020 yeah it was a mechanic of yeah, that. But yeah I've, I've seen other things like mm-hmm. that yeah yeah anything that um, anything that dictates you're right anything mm-hmm. that dictates uh, the, uh, a player character's uh, personality is uh, there was what, what there's that post-apocalyptic game um, reclamation we, reclamation oh yeah um, oh right yes the, the your character the the, 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 the paragon perf- paragon yeah yes. like like an uh, uh, um, a lot of the description of the Paragon, which are basically like Kane from Kung Fu or Daredevil, whatever. You walk through the wastelands kicking every ass you see. Mm-hmm. Um, but it specifically says that every Paragon is arrogant and self-absorbed and like just dictating, like, not only dictating like personality, but also like a person I would not want to meet. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate yeah. having like frailties <laughs> of character, but they shouldn't be forced on them. Not um, at like a class level. Like if you want to play that person mm-hmm. and you can even say like many are, mm-hmm. but there should always be that opportunity to say like, Maybe I used to be like that, but I've seen the error of my ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm with you guys on 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 that one. Anything else that uh, that immediately jumps to mind about what mechanically a game can do that just kind of puts you out of it? Uh, I, it's not mechanical. It's mostly presentation. 
mm. which is uh, I hate when books don't have examples. Like, oh yeah, there's a couple times where it's like, okay, you've just given me a lot of shit to remember. I think I don't remember which book. I think Rec- I think uh, Roddy Capes is okay with examples, but there's some points when it's like we've just told you 18 things that you need to know in order to fight. And it's like okay, moving on. It's like can I? Can I have an example of example using of all 18? <laughs> or could you give me an example of using that one step? Like, it's not a bad thing to say, like, okay, so let's start this early. This is how you, this is how you fight. Okay. An example. You swing a bat at somebody. Mm-hmm. This. And now, okay, say you're doing fire damage because you're, a, it's a magical bat. Now, here's an example. It's almost as if, I think it's more pissed off when people seem to say, like, oh, we don't want to give too many examples. It's like, you can never give enough examples to me unless it's an entire page full of examples. Mm-hmm. Like, seriously, examples are the best thing you can do yeah. for a lot of people out there. Yeah, so I appreciate right. it, especially in, in combat, when it's not just an example of an individual skill in combat, but there will be an example of, like, a whole round of combat. Yeah. Like, here's three players that are fighting against one villain and it goes through several different permutations of the exceptions that can happen in combat. Because I've seen uh, in a couple of times where it's like, oh, we're just going to go through one person's combat. So, yes, I know exactly what that person's skills do, but, oh, wait, they rolled extremely well. What happens to the skill when I fail? I, yeah, you know, that's a really good point. What happens here? Yeah, I, I think one mechanic that I hate, and it's it's just a real, this one's really just preference. I hate games where GMs don't roll. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I really don't like it. I like, like apocalyptic, uh, apocalyptic world. Apocalypse yeah. world, yes. They do it. They're like, oh no, no, no. Like, you know, if the monster hits you, it's your role and stuff like that. It just always just throws me off. Like, every time I, like, I swing at a monster, then it's like, oh no, you hit it, but the monster hits you. Mm-hmm. It just, it seems like there's only three things that could happen the entire time. You either hit the monster, it doesn't hit you. You hit the monster and it hits you or it misses. And it just feels – every time I've played any of those games, it always just kind of feels like it's this, the three the, the three same actions happening each time. Of course, if you think about it, it's like, well, isn't that how D&D is? Like it either hits you or it doesn't hit you. It's like I, I guess that's the case. But I don't know. It just seems like when the GM is rolling, a lot more shit can happen. The sword could break. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a whole bunch of just different things. So whenever I'm in a game where it's like, oh, the GMs don't roll at all, it's like – uh, just not, it's not as exciting for me. I it guess it takes away a little bit of the, uh, you know, I mean, it, uh, when the, with the GM being able to roll an act, you can actually, you know, have your monster rather than just like just well, I'm attacking you again. It's like you know what? No, monster's gonna take this round and like you know go around here and do yeah. something else. Like you get to the side, something like that. Uh, that actually feeds into I guess my my, my one and only, uh, not my one and only, my, my main peeve there is uh, when a game just is too restrictive. Like those, the you know, when you go into like, nope, if it's not on your sheet and it's not, you don't have the specific skill for it, you can't do it. Period. And it's like, okay, so yeah, if I didn't happen to make my character in this specific way, there is zero I can do here. And you know, it's not like give me, you know, I, I prefer systems that are a little bit more flexible. Yeah. Other than the, if it's not on your sheet, you can't do it. Period. Oh, and this will surprise absolutely no one. If there's no economy to save oneself from just bad luck, <laughs> yeah. um, then still like a personal issue. This is a personal issue, and that ties also into uh, complexity of character creation. Um, Ooh, yeah. Ooh. Uh, yeah. So, like, I'm fine with complex character creation, but if my character's existence is tied directly to uh, a good or bad role, and there's nothing for me to like to stop you know three hours or two hours of my life going down the drain because the laundry 
because because I got you know hit yeah. by one thing, like then I'm just like I I I I I want to ease back from that system because as you guys know, I have some disagreements with dice and um, <laughs> all the numbers that aren't one don't want anything to do with yeah. me. Well, yeah, one yeah, is the loneliest. <laughs> I mean, I think what another big thing. I think we saw this with Numenera again. Is I don't like systems, and it might have just been when we played it. We we were trying something else. I don't like systems where it says like you can do everything. Like I, I mean, I don't I don't mind it in a way where it's like no, I should have a a chance to. Uh, Yes, I am not the hacker, but I'm going to try to hack anyways. I should always have the chance to. But I should also also have the ch- chance to just look at somebody and say like I'm not going to roll because. There's no way in hell my character would be able to do this. Yeah. And sometimes some games are like, no, they, you should always push them to try. It's like, listen, give me the opportunity just to tell the GM, I don't fucking want to roll because yeah. there's no way my, like, my, like, uh, Angela's, there's no way Angela's, uh, barbarian would have looked at that, uh, would have looked at like a magical device and said, I could fix this. It's like, no, it's, yeah. there's no way in a narrative whatsoever. If you, if you replace fix with eat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I actually, yeah. I actually played Numenera with my roommates a couple of weeks ago. And during one of the sessions. Oh, yeah, don't brag. Ass. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Let me finish. Let me finish. Uh, one of them was, was basically a stupid barbarian that can turn into a werewolf. It's a thing. And basically, we they were inside like a metallic cave and there was this AI. And basically, the werewolf guy who's had an intelligence of nothing. Uh, basically, one of the guys, I want to roll to try to convince the AI that we're part of his team. Mm-hmm. He rolled a, he rolled like a 19, but I checked the rules. I checked, I only gave this guy like 21 he, and he used an effort. Shit, he did it. Yeah. And basically, yeah, just, you're right. Like Numenera, I, I love Numenera. It was a great system, but it does, like Fate, it has the option of you always winning all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and I don't know. I mean, I guess on a whole, I, I think Numenera is good. But I think it definitely is more of that said. It's it's definitely more of like you can do anything. But it feels like a parent saying like you know what? Let's give everybody you know everybody gets a reward. It's it's like oh, it's, yeah. it's the it's the, se- it's yeah. the yes. second grade graduation ceremony. <laughs> you heard of that? Games. Fanable thrives on failure, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't mind failure. That's why I don't. David's so powerful. But but Numenera oh, yeah. definitely that Numenera definitely felt like you know, like I said, I. I don't mind having the chance to – okay, let's go back to Numenera, my barbarian. I don't mind having the chance of possibly uh, succeeding at hacking. I don't mind like the chance of me rolling a natural 20 and me like twice and me saying like, well, I guess I accidentally hit the same keys. Mm-hmm. Wow. I can't believe just randomly I hit the password. But in Numenera, it, feel, it feels like it's not that. It feels like my barbarian is – has a – Probably a seventy percent chance of hacking this system if he needs a roll. It's like right, right. fuck. I mean, I, I so I'm like you. I don't want a system that tells me I can never try. Right. Exactly. But I do want a little bit of a punishment, saying like you can try, but you're the barbarian, <laughs> yeah. and you're trying to hack an AI. Story wise, this would be, if someone if someone was reading the story and says like. And you succeeded in this, they'd be like, that's bullshit. What the fuck did that come from? Unless you had some really good explanation. If it's just like, he just randomly did it. You, as an author, as a reader, you'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with this writer? He just randomly did it? So I think, I, I don't, yeah. Exactly. I don't mind a game that allows you to, uh, do everything. Cause I want to try. But I want it the little, I, I do want a little specialization. I do want, if you're the hacker, you have a great chance of hacking, but there's a little bit chance of you're not gonna hit as much. If you're the fighter, you're gonna kick ass at fighting, 
And you can hack, but, you know, it's not going to be as good. So I like a little specialization because it's kind of like a comic book. You know, Superman can do everything, but what I really like about Marvel is each character has their own specialization. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Captain America is not going to build a machine at Tony Stark's department. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I agree. There's a couple of things that that come up um, when it comes to alienating uh, listening to us go around the table. One – Okay, I'm gonna. One com- second, I just have a question. Uh-huh. Are we recording? Oh yeah. Oh, okay. I was, uh, is it live? No, it's not streaming anywhere. It's just oh, on my head. There is I a blinking so camera. Confused. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could have. You know, if I really wanted to, I could have turned off the, those uh, blinking LEDs, and then none of you would know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Go the, on. Ignore the camera on my head. None of you sees anything. Yeah, no, listeners, check not, back is... on uh, Fandible's Twitter feed mm. from Saturday evening, <laughs> and you will see hashtag RoboDadBod. Yep. Yeah, there, there is there is no guarantee this is going anywhere. I'm just no, I was, just, I, was just I just kept on looking at it. I'm like, is it recording? No, yeah, it's yeah. it's going into sizzle reel. No, yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> no, it's got the whole like fish eye. I'm getting all of you from here. Oh, this, really? This camera's kind of amazing. Oh, oh, wait, oh. Check it out, check it out, wait. Yeah. What are you doing? What are, what are oh, you, wait, can you stream it to your phone? Of course. Right. What the fuck? Yeah, all the, all the oh my god! This is what it's seeing in any given moment. Yeah, when that's I, so weird. When Jesus. I realized that it was on and that it was on a spot, all of a sudden I'm like, all right. <laughs> yeah, no, I noticed you adjusted your posture. You'll notice yeah, I'm, I'm the just... one wearing it on my head, so my posture is as bad as ever. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> okay. I'm so David, manly, yeah. just get the yeah. yeah. So 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 we uh, so so see we got oh, immediately everybody awkward's out like all nope. crap dropping things. Oh, no, 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 the the paper towels that are right behind the cups. He's just picking picks up a cat. I mean, yes, I guess theoretically. All right. So what were you gonna say, David? I was gonna say a dungeon world, dungeon world, dungeon world does something that and and Billy, you touched on this. The I um I I I really. And I, since the second we read it, and, and listeners, I, I, I know that we, that uh, a lot of people like Dungeon World, and that's awesome. These I do not different like... Different strokes for different folks. It's, it's true. It's true. Um, the, the thing is, I do not like a game that tells me that I am operating from a premise that I succeed at all constantly, and that the storyteller is, quote-unquote, my biggest fan. Um, and that is, that is from Dungeon World, like the, like you were talking about, Billy. Like, when you declare actions mechanically in Dungeon World, you say them as if they are guaranteed to happen, and that inherently makes my hackles stand on end. Um, because it doesn't allow me to make contingency plans for the drama of failure. Um, and, but, uh, but, uh, but, um, contrary to a lot of what we're saying also, though, there is one game where you are allowed to theoretically do anything, and we all really, really like it, and that is Atomic Robo. <laughs> uh, and that I think is because Atomic Robo operates from the rule of cool and comedy. It doesn't mm-hmm. want to tell a, it it's a wanna... different genre emulation. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. And so the idea that, uh, that the, that the meteorologist in turn, or that the, uh, that the child psychologist, uh, uh, soon to be doctor at some point, I- I'm sure. Um, he is a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not a child psychologist. He's a psychologist, also a child. Yeah. No. Yeah. As far as his mom is concerned. But, uh, but yeah, you could conceivably. My mom's going to send friends to your house. Yes, she totally is. And you're going to apologize your to me next day. Your mom's getting crap out of She did that to my second grade bully, and <laughs> that guy still comes over every Thursday to bring me donuts. In crutches. That's amazing. <laughs> um, no, but, but Atomic Robo is about comedy 
And so the idea that like somebody who is totally unskilled in a, in an area can do something again, we go back to an economy though, that you can try to pull something off that is impossible, but that's because it's kind of funny. Um, and I think that, I think we do really like atomic robo for that. And, uh, also fiasco, but again, yeah. we're talking about like games that are specifically anti-rule and are going against the grain just to tell some a funny story. Mm-hmm. I remember in Atomic Robo at one point, like Angela was kicking ass because she can. Yeah, <laughs> and I remember like I grabbed like a, a, an AK-47. And I was like, okay, I'm going to start like sniping some of these monsters, and I realized I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I'm not playing a real game here. I'm not. It's like I'm Lucas. I was like, hey, I'm not. I'm not a role for this. I'm just going to unleash on the gun and it's just going to shoot everywhere. And I accepted that because it was funny. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's the things we do. It's like there's points when Atomic Robo where we can see like, like, oh yeah, this is a really dramatic point, and then all of us realize like, what the fuck? No, yeah, yeah, just z- z- yeah, fungus monster, coffee. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. Confusing the main bad guy just to make sure that I win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, even yeah. it's yeah. one of those. It's a stupid, uh, goofy, fun thing that we do. I would say Atomic Robo is one of the rare games where it is really just. It's really kind of just an agreement that. We want to make this more complicated. I mean, like, Fiasco, the way reason it works is because we all are in agreement that we all know that we want the worst things to happen to our characters. <laughs> yeah. So Fanable yeah. thrives on failure. Yeah, we, yeah. we want failure. But with, I think, Atomic Robo, we want failure to come with a success. It's mm-hmm. kind of like a, like the, it's kind of like the Dresden Files of games where if you read Dresden Files, the game, uh, the, the books, they are, they are pushed along, not by his successful, they are all about him failing, 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 getting his ass kicked, breaking his nose a million times, being thrown up, being tossed around, being arms broken, being tired, being caught, being shot. And then at the very end, him like fucking rolling the dice and surviving and like, you know, pulling the fast one. Those are the best stories, and, and that's what I think. this is literal. In Dresden Files, the RPG. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's nice all work. about the failure leading you to that one moment where you're like, no, I my failures let me to this one moment where I can have a chance to change everything. You're basically explaining why I love uh, hard-boiled detective novels. Yeah. Uh, because that's a, good hard, mm-hmm. a good hard-boiled detective novel will involve the main character trying shit and it not going well for him. And that's what makes the successes that much sweeter. Mm-hmm. Um, but since we're talking about game systems, you guys, then, uh, I'd like to ask you, uh, or, or, yeah, I'd like to ask you a, a very specific kind of game system question. Now, we just wrapped up P- Pathfinder on the, uh, on the website. Um, yeah. we had, uh, we had an experience or two. <laughs> yeah, technically there were two experiences. Yeah, yeah. yeah that happened. Yeah, yeah that, that I happened. I can finally say, guys, would you download a whale? <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, uh, like experimenting at an orgy in college, we can, you know, quietly all nod that it happened and yeah. that we are, uh, well, I'm getting a lot of, I'm getting a lot of looks from part of the, no? Nope. Guys, guys, I didn't go to college, so I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> all right. The only, the, uh, I only know about college through the ass bangers six through nine, the college edition mm-hmm. movies, but I assume that <laughs> okay. they did a lot of research. The last one, they actually went to a real college for that one. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, it was like University of Phoenix. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so Unity, everybody University. gets in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and when you leave, it's usually a mess. Oh! oh! I love it. I love it. Anyways, you're listening to Fanable.com. <laughs> uh, up, uplifted humor. Oh, uh, uplifted humor. <laughs> 
That just gives me the image of an uplifted, like, orangutan mm-hmm. in, like, a funny outfit at an open mic night. What's the deal with airlines? <laughs> 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 All right. I love, oh, I love how you did the arm motion. <laughs> Guys, that's banana stock. Oh! What? Okay, anyways, so we just wrapped up Pathfinder, and it was a thing, um, but uh, but recently, as as per this evening, the evening of this recording, we're actually playing a different mm. fantasy game that we actually really, really liked, and that game is Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition. What? Uh, yeah, and we can't that's really talk... That's what we're playing? Yeah, that's what we're playing. Uh, and, and, and I don't want us to specifically give any spoilers about the, about the game itself, but we really liked it. Mm-hmm. And I would like to talk to you guys about, like, why? <laughs> like, what? Guys, WTF. Yeah. yeah, cause we didn't do it just once. It was like twice. Mm-hmm. And, and we had a great time both times. Yeah, at this point, after, uh, <laughs> Pathfinder, when we had played Pathfinder twice, it was like, uh, listeners, you heard us. We chose the most ridiculous ending ever just to end this shit. Yeah. It was so physically painful. And so, then, and, and I think Billy and I were like, get out because we're da- fandibles in danger of breaking up again. Yep, yep. Uh, and then after two sessions of D&D, it's like, hey, no, tell us how much XP we got because how close are we to, to leveling again? And yep. Yep. okay, so we're not quite to level three yet, but oh man, we're so close and mm-hmm. I can't wait to choose my path and that sort yep. of thing. Yeah, no, it is, it is totally, totally weird. And, um, and so what do you think it is about 5e, um, that has allowed us to actually Enjoy it because here's the thing: we're not cutting anything out of the system. We played it as it is written, um, so we didn't even have to like uh, like hardwire or jury rig any of it. Um, so I mean, I'll I will start. Uh, I was very anti them boiling down a lot of the combat in the beginning, and now I'm 100% turned around, and I am. For it, uh, it is. It I, I at first I found it restrictive. I just didn't understand it. Um, and so, and so I, uh, I, every, I, I think that character creation and combat has been boiled down to Im- like this weirdly empowering, um, system where when you make a character, it's, it's no longer, um, are you hamstrung by the idea of, well, if you don't have a skill, you straight up can't try something. But at the same time, I do not feel like I could try to do the stuff that, that the other classes can do. The class balancing is phenomenal. Um, like I, I don't begrudge any of the other classes for the stuff they're good at because I know that the stuff that I'm good at, they cannot emulate themselves, but that doesn't mean that we're crippled without one another. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so any, like for you guys in particular, I could go on about the, uh, about the, what, what do you have in like combat? Like five, six moves basically. Yeah. It's like dodge, Run away from something safely, run away from something unsafely. Uh, attack something by making it unsafe, and then the last is help some motherfucker out. Um, which <laughs> Very we. altruistic. Yeah, which was, which is like, from the first game we played, we all just kind of like hit things with swords. Um, and then we got our asses handed to us a bunch, uh, because we didn't really try anything new with the combat. Cause again, we were used to older D&D, Pathfinder, stuff like that. This game that we just wrapped, I think, over half of my things 
was just assisting somebody else's role or like modifying someone someone's action through some It certainly like, has the most simplistic help system that I've seen in an RPG. Yeah. Um a, a lot of systems are like yes, player, you know, characters can help each other out, but you need to have your your skill has to be at a certain minimum threshold and then that translates into this completely arbitrary number mm-hmm. uh, that you get as a bonus. Whereas in D&D uh, fifth edition, what they've boiled it down to is it's no longer, you know, you have the, the, the environment is working in your favor. So you get a plus three to your role. Now it's like you are at an advantage or you are at a disadvantage. That yeah. means you either get to, if you're at an, at an advantage, roll 2d20s, choose the highest. Disadvantage, roll 2d20s, choose the lowest. Voila. Yeah, you're right. And, they that's, really... and that's what helping does. Like that person gets an advantage. Ta-da! Yeah, you're right. They really did do away with... I mean, you hit the nail on the head. They did away with the arbitrary numbers. When we played Pathfinder, uh, the arbitrary numbers were legion. They were, like, breaking we down... We needed the- a computer program to make our Pathfinder characters. Yeah. Part of that was because we started at, at fifth level. Mistake. Um, <laughs> but I, I think that you would have even needed it at first level. Whereas yeah, with D&D would've. 5e, I think we... I, I would not have wanted from a player's perspective to start at fifth level, mm-hmm. but I could have manually made that character. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. True, actually. That's yeah. also also in D&D. I mean, again, I, I, I came into this game late, so I started at second level, which is still not a huge difference. Mm. Uh, but it, it feels like the way the game is created and balanced, you don't need to start at fifth level. Because that, that's part of the problem no, with old, old school D&D and even Pathfinder. You kind of need to, I mean, unless... Yeah, unless you're really a glutton for punishment, mm-hmm. you kind of need to start start up a little bit higher mm-hmm. because first level D and D, class of D and D, and first level Pathfinder characters can't do jack. You're fighting goblins all the time, essentially. Yeah, basically, yeah. and that's fine if that's what your bag. <laughs> yeah, you know, but not mine. Yeah, especially if you're you know you're us. You only get to get together once every week, and you're not you're not rolling up your sleeves and saying this is the game we play until we die. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we, we don't mention we don't do like an eight hour long, you know, here's your grid and move your yeah. pieces fest. Yeah. You know? Which yeah. Is, no, which we, is what a lot of the indie games Yeah, Billy was using, Billy was using the whiteboard. Um, <laughs> and, uh, I think we should get a good photo of oh, that. Oh, yeah, no, that's, that's, yeah, that's, it's being recorded. Nice. Right. Um, yeah, and even that was just like, was, that was like the first time I think in this year we've needed, uh, we've used visual, mm-hmm. uh, aids. And even then it was, you know, it was, it was super, un, uh, intrusive. Um, so I so yeah, okay. specific. Well, thinking thinking about it, like for this particular game, the system was great, and honestly, that's one of the main reasons. But I think another particular reason is the fact that Billy ran the game. Oh, yeah, because honestly, uh, this is the way I see it. Sorry. This is the way I see it. We as Fanable has a fantasy range. <laughs> it starts with Angela, who hates all fantasy and everything it stands for, mm-hmm. and it slowly moves up to Billy. Billy likes fantasy as long as it's controlled, as long as there's a path for fantasy. Mm-hmm. Going to the middle, it's David, and mm-hmm. David can go swing either way. He's he's by fantasy, <laughs> <laughs> and it moves up to to me and Daniel. <laughs> I'd like I... to introduce you to the infinite plane with boundaries. Oh, you are yeah. fantasy slutbag. <laughs> we, we are bad fantasy slutbag. And I'll say like. I yeah. did love running the game, but I realized the by version of fantasy might be a bit off for most people. And <laughs> off? Off? It was like a Frank Zappa fever dream. 
That's going to the dark side of the moon. Yeah. 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 Frank Zappa. So with a simplified system and with Billy running the game in a more controlled fantasy thing, like, there's still, there was a bunch of weird stuff happening in your game. Absolutely. Yes. But for for whatever reason, it felt like it still made sense in that world. Mm-hmm. You're not going to have a demon come out with Pina Coladas. I might. Right. Yeah. So making it your game much more better. Although by level 20, I think we should have demons with Pina Colas inviting us for dinner. If we live that long. <laughs> You know, I'll actually... Uh, I'll, and you mean the I, players live that long. Yeah. <laughs> I will actually give a a negative to D&D 5th edition. Oh. And there's a lot of great things about D&D. <laughs> and this is actually just a negative on my part, like uh, my game style. Um, well, there's two. First off, everything requires magic, it seems. <laughs> like, it, it seems like magic. a I mean, the fighter doesn't need to do magic unless they just... Uh, Go for ethereal night. Yeah, but, that, it, but that, honestly, that's fine with me. Like, I almost feel like it's like, I, if you're a fighter and you want to be an ethereal knight, that's perfectly fine. But give me the option to still just be a goddamn fighter and being an ethereal knight. Uh, and they do that with barbarian. You could be a barbarian, a berserker later on, or a totem warrior, which is, I'm guessing, their version of a shaman yeah. thing. Yeah. And th- that's great. And then there's the wizard, which if you if you're playing the wizard and say, I don't really want to do the magic, and it's like you, you should not play <laughs> the fucking wizard. wizard dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um but the one thing I don't like about it is there's a couple there's a couple groups out there that kind of feel like they, they just say like, okay, here you go, and here's the magical version of what you'll end up being. You're like, oh no, I I, want, I don't like the ranger. I would love for the ranger to been here is the ranger of like I am a pure instinct driven. I am the I am a link between man and woods. Just instinct alone, nothing magical about it. Just or maybe a, a hint talent. of magic, a talent, a woodsman. Here's the a woodsman. Here's the thing with that. It, that is a little historical in the sense that D and D rangers have always had magic. Yeah. I think this. Yeah, like, like, yeah, but, yeah, but yeah. I would say in this version, and I'm getting to that. Is this version, uh, D&D always had magic, sure, but at like sixth, seventh level, I would say for a ranger, or, yeah. or fifth. Yeah, for, like, for other, for other classes, like with the, the barbarian, with the knight, when you, uh, or the, the fighter, um, it's third level where you choose and you can't have that divergent path. Yeah. Um, whereas with the rangers, it's second level. You second level, magic. you have magic, and I'm like, yeah. and I just wish for, uh, for some of them, like, a ranger. It would have been like, do you want to go the, the archer slash woodsman type or do you want to go the, the kind of dick stepping on druid type? Mm-hmm. That's what I wouldn't have minded <laughs> on that, on that regard. But the thing I, 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 I don't know if I like about, uh, fifth edition is I think you progress really quickly and I'm not the biggest fan of that. By second level, you are, you are getting a taste. And you're, of and you're, you get to second level pretty damn quickly. Yeah. I was going to say, do you mean like in terms of powers that you get at each level or how quickly you get to them? I levels? guess, or both. I guess maybe a both. Okay. I, I, I can't say on powers because right now, even though you guys are second level, uh, you didn't seem overly powerful. So right. I can't really yeah. say that, but I am worried about like the, when this is the second time we did it and I, I was kind of skimping on like giving you guys XP. Mm. Part of me was like, I, it's skipping on giving you guys like the right XP, but part of me is like they're almost third level, and this is the second round. Does it suggest how much experience you're supposed to give them, people per level? Does it depend on monsters? It or? depends on monsters, and you guys were killing some things pretty damn quickly. Yeah, and you like, weren't giving us the the, the traditional style of mm-hmm. oh, you killed something, here's some XP. Yeah, and, but I was yeah, I was kind of yeah, I was kind of pulling it at the end. It's like okay, I think uh, a goblin is fifty XP each. 
uh, each time you kill it, and it's just fifteen. Yeah, we would yeah. have mowed through that. You guys would have mowed through that. And I was would like, we? Yeah. Honestly, because we did a I lot of have. not kill. Okay, yeah. Yeah, there was um, a little bit of that, but there was also, I mean, keep in mind, pretty much everybody, well, except for me, because I got some lucky rolls. Everybody in the game was getting pretty banged up. You know, yeah, so that's I mean, true. that's I the just, thing. It was, it does go by fast, but it's also like a substantial amount of. of you know, threat and, 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 and challenge to it. So no, I, I guess that, 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 no, that is true, but it, it feels like, I guess what I'm used to is I'm used to like, go back in the D and D you, and maybe this will slow down, but you know, the first and second level that took me about to, to get to like second or third level. It took me about three or four uh, games to get to that. But we, so, so uh, that uh, maybe even a little bit more, but once you hit third level, fourth level, fifth levels, those were like I stayed there a while, and this was my power level, and I just could see it as a GM of you always having to throw something tougher and tougher at them. I mean, like you guys weren't fighting goblins this time, but I'm not looking to throw. Suddenly, you are fighting the 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 minions of hell uh, after a couple games. I still kind of think like, well, your characters are this is just like week seven. This is like week five of you being adventurers. I, I don't want to throw anything too crazy at you. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I mean, view it again, like I said, again, I view this thing when we play as a series, like a series on a TV show. Um, and I also sometimes view it as a little bit like Lord of the Rings where, you know, the main bad guy in Lord of the Rings were orcs. They're, they were just orcs. There's a lot of orcs, but they were orcs. And sometimes I feel if D&D, um, they're going into fantasy slut mode and they're preparing you to go into fantasy slut mode really quickly. Like, you know, let's go, let's go back to cronuts, like fantasy cronuts. It's saying like, okay, there's fantasy light. And that's like the first couple. And that's the first, and those are the first couple levels. You're fantasy light. But if you really want to continue this game after fantasy light, you need to go into different planes and then you need to go into hell and then you need to go into these. And I I guess that's the base game, like keeps mentioning the multiverse over and over. Yeah, I guess. But, but you know, for, like I said, I'm barely above uh, Games of Thrones. I like different races, but and maybe some magic. But Dragon Age is where I'm going with, and it's not like the Dragon Age go into. I mean, they go in the Fade, but that's really about it for them. I mean, they don't go farther beyond that. So sometimes I just feel like this game right now is. I'm just curious to see how I'm going to feel in the future, where it's like, okay, you guys are level six, you're fighting a horde of these guys, and it's like, well. Uh, these are just orcs, but you guys are decimating them. I like, them like you are like a child with a magnifying glass, <laughs> uh, burning an anthill. Nice. So How I'm just curious. Can I, I, kill I, I would say, okay, having, having poured over, uh, the character advancement, uh, I do agree that you, you do get stuff at a much faster clip, but that is an answer to our criticism, or at least my criticism of Pathfinder, which mm-hmm. is fourth, fifth level is kind of a de facto start um, or setting because otherwise you really can't do a damn thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're like constantly grinding through, you know, looking for that magical brisket that will get you that fourth or fifth level so you can start doing the stuff that, again, we go back to the promise made. So a monk, my favorite class, a monk in Pathfinder really doesn't start jamming until about third level with their magical powers. But even then, fourth or fifth is really where you start to actually do stuff with them. Anything before then, you're just a guy who punches instead of hits with a sword. Uh, in, in D&D, um, the, the character, the character uh, creation system or advancement system, first level, you do what it says on the tin. And it's mm-hmm. kind of like prepping you for what 
what your character does. So for instance, uh, the, you know, the, the, the barbarian and the fighter, um, they, they do what they do and they get a couple of cool things to do it. And we got knocked down a bunch in the first game. Um, and then by level, by the second level, yeah, it, it does seem like start, startlingly early to start introducing some of your powers. Um, and, and, and that is accurate. But by third level, you're basically getting an answer to the promise. You are, you are playing a totem warrior or you're playing a mystic ranger because when you sat down and made that character, it seems like the developers like basically like just said like, let's not bullshit ourselves. When somebody sits down and wants to play a mystic ranger, they don't want to do that for, they don't want to play a schmuck for eight weeks and then get to the mystic ranger. And I think, and I'm not sure, but I think that the space in between the third level and the fourth level uh, there's a chasm between those two levels. Well, we'll um, see. Yeah, we've got to look at those numbers and see. Yeah, they, they yeah. We, we will I, see. They, they they rise exponentially. Yeah. So right. You know, set, um, second level is 300. Third level is 900 XP, and it, it keeps jumping at that sort. You know, bigger and bigger um, uh, leaps between the different levels. So yeah. you're going. We're going to be sitting at third level for a little while. We'll sit at fourth level for even longer. And so. Okay. Well, and, and I guess it's also just, uh, I mean, I di- it's how we're playing. I mean, I'm not doing too much more, but you guys are playing young characters. I mean, mm-hmm. we ran into it a little bit today when you're like, oh yeah, I'm starting to have that super na- natural monkiness going around. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh wow, I'm already, I guess I have to already start preparing you for that. So that's, I, I guess I said, like I said, it, it feel it feels like uh, it's it's jumping I think, quickly. I think, I think but that that's, I guess, if, if that's the game, that's the game. Yep. It's just I'm not saying it's the. But one I, I think I, I think that jumping, as I said, I, I I'm pretty sure. I mean, also from what I'm seeing, that it's up until that sort of first chunk of power. Mm-hmm. Because to me personally, with D and D first edition, those earlier editions and, and Pathfinder. I hated being stuck at level one for like three games, <laughs> especially since I usually tend to play like the magic yeah. user who then only gets the one spell. Oh, so man. you're kind of useful. And you know, and even the other races, like you're kind of stuck. Level one, you're the fighter. All you can do is hit things with swords. Yeah. You get nothing else. No skills, no nothing. So I'm good with like jumping those first couple of levels real damn quick because you get a good feel. All right. Within three games. You're into the character you want to play. You're still not a god, but now you're playing the character you want to play and got, and got something. And yeah, at that point, slow me down. Yeah, I was going to say, Billy, uh, you know, you will not get any argument from any of us if once we hit third level, you just say, okay, I'm not going to start telling you experience points at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, or that's fine. Futs, futs I'm a mystic go like, that <laughs> Yeah, the game, the you know, book says uh, you need 1200 XP. No, I say you need 2400 XP. You know, like, right. that's the numbers if you need to. Uh, but I, I, I would be, I would be perfectly game with like saying, yeah, once we hit third level, we are respectably powerful. Yeah, base, base, at least in this game, with uh, D&D fifth. Yeah, at third level, you're, you're respectable. You know, you, you can, you, you can handle you're it. You're bonafide. Yeah, once yeah, you get those bonafide. archetypes, you're a beautiful person. Yeah, exactly. And at that point, yeah, slow as the <laughs> I will yeah. say that as the uh, I'm playing the barbarian, I loved first level. First level gave me everything that I needed. I get to go into a barbarian rage twice before <laughs> I need to have a, a, a rest. Barbarian rage is amazing. I'm constantly at an advantage. My damage is halved almost every single time. Excellent. I'm fine. Second level, I'm like, I don't care about this shit. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, so I've got danger sense. Fine, and I've got this reckless attack thing, which when I looked at it, it was like, if I was in combat, more reckless attack would have made more sense, 
but rage gives me a better advantage. So right. I'm going to use mm-hmm. rage. Yeah. And honestly, like I said, it's it's just a preference thing. And and honestly, here I, I will be honest with you guys. The thing that I and I'm probably in the minority here. The thing I care about the mo- the least in playing is probably. Uh, leveling up. Like, I never give a shit about leveling up. Every time you, like, Jesus is like, oh, you get like 15, uh, experience points and like on Hollow Metropolis. And I'm like, I'll get around to it. <laughs> you know, I, I really at the end, I mean, I, I don't, I, I like occasionally saying, oh, good. I can, I, I kind of got this skill that'll help me out in the end. That's but true. You are an ex- XP hoarder. I, I <laughs> really don't care about leveling up much at all. But I, uh, but don't get me wrong. I understand that I am. Very much in the minority there. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. No, the rest of us like to do to you shit. No, <laughs> no, I know. I know. But I want a god sword, by the way. Is that is that a possibility? Oh, no, not okay. at all. Oh, yeah. We had one. <laughs> it is. Spoilers, people. Spoilers. Spoilers. Oh, yeah. Leave all that out. <laughs> that's the great thing about... Uh, that's the, the great thing in character outplaying young characters who are off on their very first adventure is that... They don't know that. Your, yeah. your, they, your you players yeah. don't know, or your characters don't know enough to be genre savvy yet. Right. Yep. So and, you you have a little bit of the, the idiot stick, but it's in character, so go ahead. Part of the thing I really like about, uh, that I'm really eager about um, uh, uh, reaching third level, and yes, Billy, like we are on diametrically opposite parts of it. But for me, it's not the power. It is the, again, it is the the acquisition of the, pro- the realization of the promise. When I started playing Marcus O'Carroll in Hell Metropolis, I wanted somebody who was good at dueling. And I just did, stat-wise, I didn't have it. I didn't understand the combat system. Now I have it. And I fucking worked for it. And I'm really... And like, when was the last time you guys heard me, in character, challenge someone to a duel? I don't. But I know that I built the character to do the promise. And that's what I really like about the XP system. The thing I like about David, your- you can you can challenge Moira to a duel next game. <laughs> sure thing, uh... pistols at dawn. <laughs> um, and, uh, and you won't make it till dawn. <laughs> just duels back and forth. Duels get more and more petty until it's just rock paper scissors. You go into a room surrounded by coat racks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like a living hell. <laughs> um, but. Uh, but uh, the thing I like about your game, Billy, without getting too spoilery, is that, yeah, we're playing young characters. I anticipate, the way that I'm going to play it at least, is like, yeah, the, the second level of my characters are getting some weird uh, mystic stuff. Third level, they have to make choices about their lives. And that's a big deal. And it's like, uh, Angela, you accurately put it. It's like uh, freshman year of college. What do you want to do with the rest of your life? And so when we hit that third level and we make those choices, I think we're going to have, you know, in, in uh, as you know, Billy, in, uh, in screen screenwriting, it's going to be the fun in games. It's going to be us being like, holy shit, look at this awesome stuff I can do. And then one of us is accidentally going to light a church on fire. <laughs> accidentally, <laughs> like, he says. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, we're going to realize that with great power, blah, 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 blah. Um, but I, I think that uh, I, I think that for me, the role playing opportunity of gaining that power, I'm really interested in of being able to do all this neat shit and then realizing that the consequences of that neat shit means that I am obligated to do something with it other than, you know, like race birds across treetops and dive into shadows and disappear and shit like th- there's a there's a lot there that I'm, I'm really looking forward to, which is, uh, oh, yeah, playing a character with a conscience. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that. Um, yeah, do that. yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so, to our own so yeah, so listeners, D and D five E it's on the way. 
We got it. We're uh, prepping it right now. Yep. Um, so, speaking of new things, new things and old things, um, Mad Max the movie. <laughs> oh god. Uh, Mad Max the movie uh, came out uh, just recently. Uh, or the reboot? Is it a reboot? Effectively? No, I think it's a new story. I think it's. The, oh, I think it, I thought it was a remake. A remake? Well, yeah. It's not, it's not a remake no. because this is oh, a no, new yeah. Mad Max story. Yeah. But I have no idea where it's set in the continuity. No like, idea. We, mm-hmm. yeah. There's a new Mad Max movie. Yep. 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 And it takes place in Australia, I hear. Yep. Which is they weird, all take place. such a such a uh, an American <laughs> American, American icon. Yeah. Oh, yeah, really. yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, so. Uh, within it, um, as as we all know, uh, Mad Max is actually barely has a speaking role. Mm-hmm. Um, Shalise Theron. Um, I was going to ask the original one or the new one. Uh, yes. No, in, in the new one, uh, I think they took out all of his lines. Um, every time he answers, he has to answer like, I don't know. Um, <laughs> and Charlize Theron, uh, I, I believe, just tells him what to do. And when he's awesome. not spoken to, he just lowers his eyes and does whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so I guess this uh, Ange, um, now that um, now that feminists have vagificationed uh, <laughs> Mad Max, or as the working title I heard is Mad Max Road of the Furies. Um, <laughs> Don't pretend like you're not impressed by that. That's an amazing title. Right? That would be pretty good. So, Angela, now and that... that needs to be the next Thor movie. Screw Ragnarok. <laughs> Ragnarok. So, Angela, now that... Uh, um, yeah, be... So, so on behalf of all feminists, uh, <laughs> what movies are the feminists going to ruin next? Die Hard. Die Hard? Die How could hard. you... Why would you ruin that? It's so brilliant. It's oh. so dude-heavy, though. It's, yeah, the hardness, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. You know what that... Die softly. No. Yeah, Die mm-hmm. Dadbot. um so i think uh let's see die hard is up on the chopping block um nascar all of nascar Uh, all of nascar all of nascar all the all the sponsors are going to be replaced by kotex and (laughs) just kotex and tampax yep yep and we'll let, well, I think Hershey's probably already is a sponsorship, but we'll let them stay. Okay, okay good. That's good. good. <laughs> good. Um, I also, uh, the, uh, I guess, fellas, what uh, what uh, what movies are we going to uh, die clutching to in order to stave off the uh, wave of uh, jackbooted feminists? Well, it's already happening with Terminator, giving Sarah Connor a bigger role in the movies. Yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ! Everyone knew she was a minor character in the entire thing. It was Absolutely. weird. I'm yeah. gonna hold on to Die Hard of like my. You need, you need... Wait, are you gonna hold on with a vengeance? Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh. Yes. No, I, I, I am going to hold on to Die Hard so hard. There is no way I'm releasing that to your Fenomen Fenomen Wiles. <laughs> this is Bruce Willis. <laughs> He's having a hard. Time. <laughs> no. But now he has a sassy boss. <laughs> and that's uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar and no, no, him uh, together. Was, was it the name of the cop that uh, in the first Die Hard? Oh, uh, the cop is now the sassy boss. Uh, replaced with Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah. <laughs> oh, oh my no. god, it's Taxi Cab 2. <laughs> oh my god. Is that what it's called? Oh Taxi, my god, yeah. oh. Taxi Cab, yeah. 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 Wow. Which, to- yeah, it totally With, ties yeah. into Die Hard 2. Oh yeah. wow, yeah, it does. The plan is becoming together. Good job, Billy. We stumble <laughs> so, into that. So tell me, why why, why has Mad Max been vaginalized? Vaginalized. Vajazzled. Vajazzled. Yes. Why do you believe that Mad Max has been 
vajazzled. Well, that's what the men's rights activists have told me. And when they speak, I have learned I should listen. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So apparently there are uh, there is a some potentially not even real just hoax uh, of uh, of men's rights activists who have said that um, based entirely on the preview. I cannot stress that enough. They have Entire, not seen the movie. Yeah, they have not seen the movie entirely on the preview. Uh, they believe that um, there is a uh, there is a, uh, a, a vicious feminist undertone to the new Mad Max film that is part of a a, a, a feminist uh, agenda. Thank you, agenda. Yes. See, I didn't even know the word because guys, we don't ask for directions and we don't write shit down. Am I right? <laughs> um, Unless you're gay, because then there's the gay agenda. Yeah, the gay oh, agenda. Yeah. By the way. Fantastic. Mm. Yeah, fantastic. I'm sorry. Fabulous, I'd say. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Correct terminology. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so apparently there are people who are uh, who are gnashing their manly, unwashed teeth. Uh, it's based on things like Mad Max not having a lot of lines in the trailer. In the trailer? In the trailer. In the trailer. And uh, Charlize Theron uh, barking orders at him and him appearing to comply. Again, in a trailer, in a trailer. which are always... Uh, cut oddly, um, and then there there are you know the things that I have heard that have been confirmed. Things like part of the story is rescuing five women who were being kept as as wives for this brutal dictator, mm-hmm. and their rescuer is Charlize Theron, yeah, rather than Mad Max. Yeah, and uh, apparently uh, I was going to make a vagina jo- uh, vagina monologues joke when I was prepping this question, <laughs> and then it turns out what Angela that Eve Ensler author of the vagina monologues was a consultant on the film yeah so i mean case closed you guys i mean yeah absolutely though as uh, billy actually pointed this out um it's not for her feminist bona fides necessarily uh it's actually because uh, she is a uh, very active doing charity work um working with survivors of sexual assault and that is part of the the subplot of the film. So they brought her on. I love. That. I mean, I was reading the comments. Always oh, a great, great way to make your day. This seems darker when people are like, you know, you know, they're bringing in this feminist, a uh, uh, feminist uh, consultant to consult on feminism, and someone's like, no, it's actually like a, a sexual assault, a survivor of a sexual assault consultant to make sure they're doing it respectfully. You know, not slapping the girl and saying, get over it. And they're like, and they're, and they're like, that's the same thing. And then that is all this comment that's like, listen, I'm not a feminist, uh, but if you're saying, uh, you know, so, uh, someone who has an experience and understands the delicacies of a person who survives sexual assault is a key to feminism, then uh, I'm the biggest feminist <laughs> around because yeah. Jesus Christ, buddy. I mean, <laughs> and it, it just goes to show yeah. this, this, this is I mean, such a sad, fr- sad frankly, state. They're, 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 they're coming at this from the whole wrong perspective. They see us as feminist propaganda. I see this as it, it's clearly proving the MRA is right. I mean, this movie is Practically a documentary on the feminist hellscape that we are. <laughs> that the we feminist are, apocalypse. Yes, the feminist apocalypse. I mean, this is what happens. You had the feminist take over. Just no, it's done. We're, oh yeah. my god, guys! What would what would that's apocalypse? The badge apocalypse. Yeah. Well, what would a feminist version of the Fallout video game franchise look like? <laughs> There'd be a lot more chocolate. Uh, <laughs> uh, Nuka Coco. Nuka. Yeah, yeah. Nuka Coco. Um, <laughs> no, I think that I need to keep with the 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 um, 
the beverage theme, so it's like Nuka Starbucks. Uh, yes. Nuka Bucks. There Nuka you go. Bucks. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. I love it. Bethesda, we are at... Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can reach us. <laughs> Your lawyers can reach us. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, apparently the vegetation of Mad Max um, is... You're welcome, America. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know what? That is just, I don't think that, you know, they came out and they said, like, you know, this guy wrote it on this. It was, like, called The Throne, like, The Return of Kings. The Return of Kings. And by the way. I wish that site was was a parody. It's not. You know, here's the side thing. I'm just going to point out. The the, the Return of Kings and The Red Pill both come from, I guess, like, Lord of the Rings and and The Matrix. Come on, guys. Yeah. This yeah. really is embarrassing. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I loved the first Matrix. I watched it a lot. Not enough to get a, like a trench coat, but I could quote <laughs> that movie. And the moment I heard someone say the red pill and actually said it was a legitimate group, I winced. Yeah. I'm like, come on, guys. This is. Yeah, it couldn't have been this. a reference to literature no. or, yeah. you know, any sort of intellectual no. pursuit. Yeah. I mean, it's the Matrix, you guys. Yeah, it, yeah. that is literally. It's like but, we but could Neo see through. Is the one, and who saw that coming? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But oh, God, I just God. want to point out, like, I, I think this these people do exist, but I, I I'm just glad that something good came out of this because I think uh, this guy wrote this dumbass article, and I think the people who made Mad Max. Grabbed this article and used every connection to point this out to people. Yep. And just said like, yeah. "Hey and guys, PR department. Yeah, yeah. 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 Hey well, guys, well, look, well. we're vaginizing everything because I. I'll be honest, I did not like the trailer for Mad Max. It, I did not know what was going on. I was confused. I didn't know, so I didn't think it was a great trailer. I had no interest in really watching it. I will be seeing Mad Max in the theater next week, probably though, <laughs> because I because. I, I love what they did. They're like, oh yeah, yeah, let's actually have a dialogue about this ridiculously stupid thing <laughs> yep. and give him a platform so he can hang himself. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think they've done a really good job. So oh, yeah, I would say that's the only good thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 I love it. I, I'll say that this weekend, May 15th, Great weekend to be a woman at the movies because you've got obviously the badgification of the apocalypse yeah, as absolutely. well as Pitch Perfect 2. I'll tell you which movie I already saw. Spoiler alert, it was not actually Mad Max. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's like, bad feminist, bad. Mm-hmm. Was, Both involve well, Australian women. Exactly. Australian women. And one of them <laughs> showing off the badge in one of those movies, at least. Uh, <laughs> not on screen. Uh, but it was a, a good weekend because Pitch Perfect was, of course, um, directed and produced by a woman, Elizabeth Banks, in her first uh, directing role. Uh, and so lots, just, it, it's really, it's really great that there's been all this talk. It's like, oh, well, we can't have a Black Widow movie. We, we can't have a female superhero movie because nobody wants to see those. And it's like, um, but Pitch Perfect is actually probably going to beat Mad Max at the box office this weekend, uh, unless it's upended because of the sudden feminist interest in, in Mad Max. Which would be amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, what? I'm just going to be honest with you. At this point, I do not think that no, no one's ever going to like if they released a black widow movie i don't think anybody out there maybe some idiots but no there's no chance the majority is going to look at that and said ah, i don't want to really ah, i don't really want to see a chick flick this week it's like <laughs> yeah. no this is fucking marvel like <laughs> it is a marvel movie so i always think that's weird when they're like i don't think in it. yeah we we don't really think the audience is there for a chick uh, a, a, a female superhero i was like no Everybody's there for a superhero movie, regardless yeah. if it's a man. Though I do love SNL's version yeah. of Black Marvel. Widow. We, we know, <laughs> movie. yeah, Marvel. We know women, and uh, it was yeah. a good skit. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, I would, I mean, shit. Daredevil could tear through an entire empty warehouse of, or entire warehouse of guys using nothing but two fucking, like, uh, tampons laced <laughs> together like nunchucka. <laughs> and I would still be screaming like an idiot the entire time. And then, you know, I'd, I'd be totally, totally fine with that. Um, Netflix, are you listening? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Season two. Come on, guys. That's a, that's an obvious, obvious product tie in. Mm-hmm. Um, so, all right. So, so I guess to, to, uh, to, to finish on a high note, uh, if you could, uh, if you could, uh, uh, um, a, a movie, a, a, any type of movie. Now, what would it be? Now, obviously we can't talk about Ghostbusters because we already lost it to those damn feminists. <laughs> In theory, even though I don't know if they've started principal photography and it might have just been a rumor on the internet, but you know what? But still, everything that I hear that threatens my way of life is immediately true and mm-hmm. gains my ire Absolutely. instantaneously. Who are we going to call? No, everything's fine. Don't worry. Amazing. <laughs> 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 I'm going to see the fuck out of Ghostbusters, <laughs> by the way. I cannot fucking wait I'm for I'm going it. to see the fuck out of the female Ghostbusters. Fuck them and their all-male Ghostbusters reboot. Wait, what? What? Yes, there are Ghost two Corps. Ghostbusters yep. really? reboots in the works. Yep. One is all shit. women. Yeah. One is all dudes. Wait, wait, wait. Is it is it a new cast of dudes or is it a new cast of dudes? Okay, that's bullshit. Like if it was like wait, Bill it's Murray a, it's and a real like real thing, it's not just some dudes in the no, no. basement. It's a real thing. That's what? bullshit. Here's I mean, my it has problem. Not been cast, but it's it, yeah. Sony Here's here is my problem. Here's my problem with that. that. If bullshit. it was Bill Murray and uh, Ackroyd and everybody else, and mm. you know, and it was their movie, like this is Ghostbusters. Three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, three. 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 I've been like, okay, I kind of want to see that. Yeah, this is their movie, and I'm glad that they are going to do a female version. But they're just – it's just a guy version? Yeah. That's really stupid. Yeah, apparently, it's the interest. Wait, people who actually want a Ghostbusters movie? Well, that's all female. Let's do a real Ghostbusters movie. Oh, that's guys, 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 guys. Uh, hold on. Pump the brakes, y'all. Uh, <laughs> as far as I know, it's called Ghost Corp, and the idea is – Ghost Corp. And the idea is that the Ghostbusters are branching out into other cities, and so this is going to be a smaller branch of the Ghostbusters. I, as if the Ghostbusters, like, basically um, uh, incorporated. So, so, each, so each group is just its own franchise. Yes, and uh, supposedly okay. it's supposed to be... And it's very gender-specific. There can only yeah. be women, there can only <laughs> be men. Yeah. Because you don't want ghost cooties to be... Yeah, you don't want ghost too. sex. Yeah, I don't know. Wait, you don't want ghost sex. sex. <laughs> first movie had Dan Aykroyd getting a blowjob from a ghost. I'm just throwing that out. <laughs> to be fair, Whatever. We, since you don't actually see the ghost, you don't know what it was. Yeah, all I'm it saying, yeah. full on ghost intercourse. She yeah. could have been just barking orders at that poor man. <laughs> <laughs> all I'm saying is, it feels stupid that they 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 push like we're gonna have an all female cast, and then they're gonna and then another people's like, well, we're gonna make a guy version. It's like, oh come on. It's kind of like people. it's kind of yeah the same studio. It's kind of like uh, when those you have those people who like you know they're they'll you'll be at a con and the entire like this session is called uh you know females in comic books and then somebody stands up during the uh you know the session and says why aren't we talking about males in comic books and it's like because that's not what we're doing here <laughs> yeah I don't know I just feel it's like you know what guys just give it time for the females uh, to do a Ghostbuster movies let it get out there. And then just, I'm just asking for a couple of years away and just try, you know, I just don't understand what's the, why do you want both? If they, okay, here's a hypothetical. If they came out with two Spider-Man movies and one was James Garfield, uh, that's the actor, right? Yep. James Garfield. And the other one was Donald Glover. Do you think there would be this much of an outcry with people being like, Black Spider-Man, what is going on? My world is in shambles. Well, it kind of was when, yeah. when they first... 
when when there was first rumors about mm-hmm. him being Spider-Man. Or again, because since Marvel is recasting and people have been pushing for it to be Miles Morales. Yep. yep. And people are like, nope, nope, Black Spider-Man is not my Spider-Man. Yeah, it's, it's that's a long hashtag. Yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> the look of resignation on both of your faces <laughs> yeah, when like, you said that. Yep. Oh jeez! But yeah, no, that's a that's a thing that happened. Sadly enough, I know. I just I guess I forget because I don't read the comics like, comments like some of you guys do. I don't wake up with a bowl full of hate. <laughs> there is, I guess that's like the best thing that always surprises me. I guess not surprises. It shouldn't be that there's always a bowl full of hate. Mm. And I guess I'm I guess I was yeah. hating on the fact that there's going to be a guy version of the the Ghostbusters. I guess I have a bowl full of hate. I just think it's so weird that they're. That you know, people were whining about like we should have another guy version, another guy version, and then Sony's like, okay, we'll do another guy version. I'm like, but you, 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 why you say just as you say like, yeah, let's do another guy version, then you're trying to defend that no, the female Ghostbusters are just as good. You know, Sony's been pushing this entire thing, saying like, no, this is going to be the same caliber caliber of film. But the fact that they're making two versions, one's all girls, one's all guys, kinds of points to the fact that they think that's like, well, maybe these people are right. Maybe we do need a cast of all guys in order to make Ghostbusters. I just feel like it's bullshit. It sounds like, to me, it sounds like a company trying to make money. Um, If it was some art house or something, you know, some smaller production team, then I'd be like, yeah, this is bullshit. But it's Sony. I've never looked at Sony and their movies and thought of anything other than at some point, somewhere in L.A., there is a room full of probably white males in suits that are making decisions on what will get the investor the biggest return. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's the problem, though. There's white males in suits, so they're looking through everything as what will make money. Well, I know what a white male wants. Yeah. So that's what I would say. Yeah, I, I believe that was know. the unpublished uh, 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 fucking Destiny's Child song, What a Girl Wants. <laughs> yeah. What a White Male what Wants. What a White Male Wants. <laughs> Okay. I will say that uh, in part because of, of these discussions and, you know, that, that big email leak from Sony, um, the ACLU is doing is calling for there to be a federal investigation into gender discrimination oh, in yeah. Hollywood. Ooh. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice work. Because surprise, surprise, there's there there's some problems going on. Yep. Well, you hear things like in uh, um, American Hustle. American Hustle? Yeah, that's what it yeah. was. Um, Amy, Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, Jennifer Lawrence and Amy Adams were paid less than their male co-stars. Um, uh, Frankie, uh, Grace and Frankie, the new Netflix show, yeah. Jane Fonda and uh, Lily Tomlin were paid the same as Martin Sheen and Sam Waterston. For, uh, Lily and Jane have way more screen time. Their characters are the title characters. Yeah. They absolutely should have been making more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's... Wow. So I mean, it's almost like, well, they caught parody, and that's good, right? No. No. So go ACLU. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I guess the answer to my own question will be. <laughs> oh, Wait, there was a question. Yeah. What? What? Uh, what would you? What would you? Uh, what would you got, replace with? I got, with I got, I got, I got one too. Go ahead. Yeah, expendables. Nice. Yeah. You know, I would that's, love that's to coming. see. That's coming yeah. too. Oh, you know, Seriously? Oh. Is, that call- is, that what- is that what they're Is that what they're calling it? That's amazing. Is that yes. what they're calling it? The- I don't know. I-, I want it to be called the Expendables. Yes, I totally do. That's, no, that should be the yeah, special title. Like it got a bunch of people cast in it. It's oh, like holy shit, that's amazing. I, I was joking, guys. No, that's <laughs> oh. real. People, stop naming things that we're actually getting all female no, cast then, on. Then I'm done. Let's go. Shut it down. Yeah, I forget who's actually been cast in it, um, and I haven't heard any news on it in a while. Um, I know they wanted, like, Sigourney Weaver and mm. Jamie Lee Curtis. I know they got at least one of those two. Oh, my God. Um, and then um, 
um, Starbuck from New Battlestar Galactica. I'm pretty sure she was in it. Um, they were lobbying for Angelina Jolie, but I think she's too much Earth Mother hippie now to to. What be about Lucy Liu? Oh, God, I hope so. Otherwise, otherwise Hollywood, you fucked up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you done fucked up. You, you done, you done fucked up. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead of Scarface, Scarina. Nice. <laughs> We're basically her rise to power, basically becoming a crime lord. Nice. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Uh, wait. So instead of uh, uh, instead of this town is a pussy waiting to be fucked, um, what would the line be? Is, this uh, line is a dick ready to be rid. <laughs> road, ready, yeah, yeah, road, ready to be road, written a road, uh, road. Yeah, yeah, it's, this yeah, town's a, this town is a cock ready to be road. Yeah. yeah, first you got the money, then you realize you only got about seventy percent. Well, I've got a, I've got a version of the that line that actually might even be more crude than the original. What is it? The city's a face waiting to be sat on. Yeah, leave it to the lady to tell us guys how <laughs> what how the ladies can be crude. Yeah, um, no, no, I, would, I hope... didn't have to reach back into your vows for that one, but yeah. I appreciate the word. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you one thing. Uh, uh, if, I heard that they're doing Left Behind. Uh, the, oh no, the, the, the la- no, no, no. Oh. Last of Us, uh, the Last of Us, the game. I heard they're making a movie. I just hope in the Last of the movie. I'm not saying I want to see a woman killed or shot, but am I the only one that would, while playing the Last of Us, the game, when I'm, you know, you, you go through towns either killing zombies or like uh, hunters, like the guys. No one ever wondered why they're only dudes. Oh, wow. Yeah, like, right. throughout the entire Last of Us mm-hmm. game, every time you fought, like, people, not just, like you a know, horde. a horde. Yeah, NPCs. Yeah, the right. only time you, it was always males. And it's like, okay, I'm fine with that. You don't, but I just kind of flipped it. It's like, what if this game was the only people you fought was nothing but females? Then people would be losing their shit. I'm like, this seems real. So I, I think the main issue is basically because I play, like, seeing through the game, the way you fight a lot of the guys there was brutal. I know. And it's basically, you want to see one big, like, 50 year old, muscle bound white guy beating up on, like, women like that. I, I can, it's I'm not, not fair. Yeah, I'm not saying, I'm not it's not saying, fair, saying but. Uh, yeah. But it, every time people say, like, you know, there's nothing wrong with The Last of Us, and I, I would say it's like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, that, like, that kept on throwing me when I just said, like, why am I okay with choking out some dude mm-hmm. who, when you're just hearing him talk, he's just saying, like, yeah, I'm just trying to survive. I mean, I'm not doing, I'm not a good guy, but you're not a good guy. Mm-hmm. And then the fact when you just add boobs, it's like, nope, that's impossible. You can't, you can't kill it. It's a, it's I mean, a, it's I, a cultural thing at this point. It is a cultural thing, but do you think it's a little weird that it's oh, just. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it... So we want our right to be women in <laughs> I want to see myself as a monster. Yeah. No. Why are why are you denying me that right? Yeah. Just see yourselves just, as monsters. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 We see you as yeah. a monster constantly. It's kind yeah. of it might remind me of in the lesser remember in Resident like the first 1990s version of Resident Evil uh-huh. uh all the zombies were I think black men who were doctors at one point but they were all black zombies. Wait, the, the movie? No, 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 not oh, the movie. The in the game, in the very first game, I remember the majority, like the only time you ran into a black guy is when he was a zombie and you were shooting him. I, just I think remember, the majority of them were, in fact, like dark-skinned people. I do remember. Maybe I'm wrong on that, but I keep on remembering that people said like... In your mind. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This is more about you. I, guess. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really don't think there was... Like in, I'm talking about early '90s, like yeah, the yeah, very yeah. first one that came out. Mm, yeah. But like the only black guy you saw was a zombie. I just remember very distinctly uh, the first Resident Evil having the greatest line of any uh, of any character. Uh, Barry. The, Can we just say it at the same time? Because I think I know what it is. 
what is, is it? No. Oh no, I thought it was going to be you're going to be a Jill sandwich. No, uh. no, I did. No, no. Barry says the the fucking like muscular uh, head of of the Raccoon City Stars or whatever. Not the head. Uh, that was Wesker. Whatever. He's a he's a fucking super cop. Yeah. Um, he constantly says the line, what is this, at shit that is so obvious <laughs> to a normal person. And the first time he says it, he finds blood, like, pooled on the floor. And he goes, Jill, what is this? <laughs> and I was like, what, 13th time? I just threw the controller. I was like, it's fucking blood. <laughs> it's oh fucking God. blood. You don't need to be CSI to not know this. <clears throat> so anyways, um, uh, but, but, but to, uh, uh, to your point, Billy... Uh, there is a game in which you do fight women, and in fact, you can mechanically make yourself better at it, and that is Fallout with uh, Lady Killer. Uh, oh yeah, Fallout. Right, yeah. And I guess, the, I guess my problem when people say like, "Oh no, you don't want to be so brutal to women," it's like in Fallout, I blew off women's heads not for fun. It's just they were bandits. Like bandits either were charging me, and one was a girl, one was a guy. Mm-hmm. It never really bothered me. Yep. Either way, I was I was killing all of them because, uh, yeah. With, I guess with, I understand your point of with, uh, The Last yeah, of Us. Yeah, the Last of Us combat was a bit more brutal than Fallout. It, it was a bit yeah. brutal, but it really was weird that you were only I killing the guys. I don't know. I think it was a little bit like, what's going on mm-hmm. here? No, totally, totally agree with you there. I'm gonna say E.T. for Feminist Reboot. Oh no, he, he was already, happen. he already dressed up like a woman in E.T. Uh, yeah, okay, so. More of that. <laughs> just um, E.T. Just yeah. everyone cross-dressing. Sex in the E.T. Or E.T. So, in, oh the ci- e. in the city. Oh, oh wow. You can't do that because then E.T. phones home and just stays on the phone <laughs> for three hours. That's not a movie. <laughs> so what you doing? <laughs> All right. Oh, I, how can we be so feminist and then we just say, we just say those no, jokes? No, I have I never loved it. I am not claiming to be it. anything other than antagonistic towards everything that you might hold dear. Guys, <laughs> yes. I said this, I think, the first recording. Oh, no. And don't get me wrong. I was not like saying that was a bad thing. That was a great fucking joke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just I, I do say, like, someone could hear that and they're like, I'm really disappointed. And I'm like, I understand, but mm-hmm. you got to admit, that was a very good joke. <laughs> I understand and accept your disappointment in me. Still funny. Yeah, now, still I, funny. now I'm, oh my God, now I'm thinking if, what if you reboot, like, the worst movies, like the Mario Brothers, yeah. as all women, like, <laughs> I, it could not be worse. <laughs> no, that's true. That's no. all I could say. Like, yeah, if it was exactly. Lily and a Peach, you know what? Go ahead and try. Actually, because I would watch that. We've hit rock bottom. There's no way you could chisel <laughs> down further. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I think I'm going to choose um, the Ninja Turtles. Ooh. Ooh. Nin, nin, ninja Turtles? I don't know. No. I don't know. Somebody still, did some fan art. Ninja Turtles. Oh. Somebody did some fan art of like the Ninja Turtles as, as female turtles, and it was amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Yeah. And it would... Uh, they just I, had bows on. That was the difference? Yeah. yeah. Basically, yeah. And um, my movie would not involve April O'Neil in a schoolgirl uniform. When was she in a schoolgirl? The next Ninja Turtle movie. There have been shots released from the set of Megan Fox dressed literally as a, like... As like Britney Spears style school girl. That's that's funny because I'm gonna release some shots that. myself when I see that. Mm. Michael Bay. <laughs> yeah. No, but uh, no, it's, he's just producing. He's just not directing. Still this. Michael Bay. And I actually no, because Michael Bay doesn't like Megan Fox. 
True. Michael, I got nothing. Yeah, yeah they, they do not get along very well. No, I mean, I like a lot of what Megan Fox says. I think she's, but I will admit she's not a, I don't not like her movies. Like, every time I see her, it's like, you know what? Every time I hear her like give an interview, it's like, you're actually pretty intelligent. You mm-hmm. see some pretty great progressive stuff. And then you would say, and then she goes and does a film and you're like, this is a really piece of shit. Like I did that, 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 that Western she did, uh, that was really Jonah awesome. Hex. Jonah mm-hmm. Hex was yeah. probably, I've never wanted the impulse to just go to the guy, like the manager of the store, uh, movie theater and say, <laughs> Hey man, you know, I, I, I sat through the entire movie, but seriously, could you give me like a free popcorn? <laughs> because that was legitimately a horrible film. Yeah. You know? That was the worst thing ever. Can I at least get a hug? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, There's a Jonah Hex circle over there. If <laughs> all right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that is our, that is our discussion. Now that we're all sufficiently depressed. Mm-hmm. Um, but, oh, oh, size around the table, except for the guy wearing the weird camera helmet. Yeah. Um, Unusual suspects. Nice. Female unusual suspects. I would watch the fuck out of that. Oh, you'd have to, yeah, because, uh, yeah, I, I would be interested in seeing that. Oh my god, that'd be amazing. Hmm. Or seven. Female seven would be very oh, sad. Oh, wow. What's in the box? <laughs> well, in the whoa, box? Well, that's, that's an entire. Ah. <laughs> That's terrifying, you Take guys. Take us out of here. All Take right. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to uh, Geeky Topics Roundtable here at Fandible.com, role-playing podcast. If you like what you listen to, you might like what we also have for you to put in your ear holes. Uh, we have uh, live role-playing sessions. Um, we have games. Uh, we have uh, games of the Fandicade. We have Horatio's Story, made by our own young William. I and- cheated. It's all faked. <laughs> That's what she said. Holla! Nope. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> nope. And also for holla. <laughs> That's a double nope. I, I'm in uh, high five debt now, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, we, so we have Horatio's story. We also have uh, Fanable 2041. 48. 48. Sure. I thought maybe we lost seven of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we also have uh, the Fandablog, where we tirelessly post every week for your eye holes. Um, and if you like what we do here, perhaps you'd like to help us keep the lights on, keep the website running. Uh, you can become a donor to our Patreon, in which case you can give us a little bit of money every month. And every time you hear our golden voices, you'll know you helped make it happen. Or alternatively, you'll know that you inflicted us on the rest of the world. And you can sit back in your reclining chair with your cat and your cavassier and cackle maniacally. If longevity is not your thing for a relationship, I totally understand. Then you can you can also go over to uh, PayPal and give us a one-time donation. See how it feels. Probably fantastic because we feel fantastic and you feel fantastic. Um, you can follow us on Twitter. I am at Distractionista. I am at Angela Craft. I am at Katsushiro. I have a camera on my head. <laughs> I am at the Mindful Fool. I am at Arvandis. And on behalf of Fanable.com Live Role Playing Podcast, there's been Geeky Topics Roundtable. I am Dave. You have been wonderful. Almost too wonderful. Have a good evening. <laughs>